In today's world, it's more important than ever to find your voice at work. The power of speaking out and up is vital to your career. And in this environment where there's so much emphasis on diversity, equity, and inclusion, it's essential to always speak up and share your ideas and be a self-advocate for yourself. Welcome to our bi-weekly podcast, Tell It By Tuesday. I'm Coach Kelly from Yes Girl Career Coaching, and today I have a guest speaker here, Miss Kristen. So thank you, Miss Kristen, for being here. We're happy to have you talk about speaking up. Well, I am excited to be here, and thank you for having me. And so at some point in our lives, we have all been told to speak up. It's so easy for someone to say it, but for whatever reason, it's hard for people to do it. Any thoughts on what might be some of that hesitation to speak up, especially in the work environment? I have always struggled speaking up, especially I can remember as a little girl and even in my first corporate positions, I struggled with speaking up. One of those reasons why was because I was always the only Black person and I didn't see familiar faces. I didn't feel comfortable in speaking out. And if they would dare me to be aggressive or they would shoot down my idea, I just didn't feel safe because I didn't speak out. I was looked over for other positions or projects. I came in, I put my head down, I did my work, but I was always passed up for other opportunities. My parents would tell me, just keep your head down, do your work, get it done. But for corporate America, we don't have anybody speaking up for us. And so put your head down, get your work done, right? But it doesn't work in corporate America. That just doesn't work. I would see the same things where this person has moved up twice as fast as me. And I don't feel like they've done nearly as much work as I've done. And so when you think about some of the reasons, you talked about feeling safe and you said feeling comfortable. So it's almost a fear factor. Can you talk about why that fear was really there? Absolutely. I think there's actually a couple of things as to why I had that fear from my upbringing being in a predominantly white area and actually going through microaggressions that I didn't even know that I was experiencing at that time from people that looked like me and from people who didn't look like me. That then started part in me where I started to lower myself so that I wouldn't be picked on or go through ridicule of having the coarse hair or the wide nose or the proper talk that people would pick on me from. So I, would, I wouldn't speak up to decrease those interactions going into the corporate world. And then you need to go in there and show who you are and that you work good so they don't fire you. So that fear of I need this job because I have to support my children and do what I need to do for myself. So I need this job. I'm not going to push the envelope because I don't want them to get rid of me. Yeah. Uh, so I think there was that fear. And then just some insecurities brewing in that I wasn't enough. My voice didn't matter. I read something somewhere where they talked about 
why are you so afraid of losing your job? If you have established a career for yourself, right? If we look at a career versus a job, if it's a job, there's a lot of fear there because it's not something that you've built. But when you talk about a career, that's something you've built. You went to school, you have the experience, you have the knowledge, but yet you're still afraid that somehow someone's going to come in and take this away from you. But they will never take away what's in your mind. When we go through interviews and we talk about our experience, we talk about all these things that we're doing, we're a value-added resource to that company because we're offering them a service. And so that service is valuable. But yet mm-hmm. somehow I am not as valuable as this person, right? And so we then, we in, this, in our minds, we start processing these things. And we go through, as minority women, we go through so many things. We go through microaggressions where people are like, can I pet you, right? No, I'm mm-hmm. not a pet. <laughs> as my Black colleague, can you, t- no, I, no, I don't speak for all Black people, right? Right. The biases that we go through, and that's just normal, right? Everyone goes through biases. But us specifically, when you talked about if I speak up, am I going to come off as aggressive? So we're constantly inside of our head. We're silencing ourselves because of all of these societal things around us. But what's happening is we're not speaking up. And so because we're not speaking up, and speaking out and showing who we are, right? We're kind of forever. Show them who you are. <laughs> because we're not, it's like almost like we're not eager. We're not go-getters. We're somehow not something. And there's remediation that's needed. When we've gone to the same schools as our colleagues, we've been doing the same work as our colleagues. So how is it that we need remediation? And so We lower ourselves and close ourselves up because we don't want to be hurt. We don't want our feelings to be hurt. We don't want to be in confrontational situations. The problem is that it hurts us. Mm -hmm. We're still hurting ourselves. We haven't moved anywhere. And we want to make and build a career. (laughs) So we want to advance in our career. And that's not something that we want either. (laughs) Right? Can you elaborate what you've experienced in terms of why you feel like it's so important to speak up? There have been tons of positions that I know that other people got roles without experience or education. And here I am (laughs) with both. (laughs) And no one's tapping me on the shoulder. I had a friend, um, who doesn't look like me. She got a nice big position and a job created for her. And so I reached out to her and said, what am I doing wrong? How are you getting these high visibility positions and these promotions? And, you know, she said, I just go to networking events and talk to people. It's just I let them, yes, simple as that. Creating relationships and letting them know my interests. And what it is that I want to do. And the light bulb went off. No one told me to do No one tells you that in college. Right? No like, one. Come on. Like, how are we going through all of this stuff? And no, like that simple conversation, right, was a mm-hmm. light bulb. <laughs> it was a light bulb that I learned late 
in my career, I thought it was just go and get education, go to school, mm-hmm. get a certificate, complete mm-hmm. a course mm-hmm. and work hard. And people will just naturally come and tap you on the shoulder. But we have to be in the driver's seat of our career. If I want to advance or I want something else, I, I have to speak up. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm not going to get there. You said, if you do a great job, then people will notice that and tap you on the shoulder to pick you up and move you forward. Just in that act, right, what you said, that means that they have to read your mind to know that you want to be picked up and move ahead. How do they know that just by you working hard that you do want to move to this next role. Nowhere in anyone's job description, if you look at your manager's job description, I look at my manager's job description, it does not say that they're going to manage Kelly's career. It doesn't say, I'm going to manage Kristen's career. So something is, is in that where we're breaking it down and allowing someone else to control our destiny And so what you said around you have to be in the driver's seat, you have to be in the driver's seat. (laughs) You are the CEO of you. We talked about that in our last podcast with our guest speaker, Nicole. You are in the driver's seat. You are a CEO of you. You are in the business of you. Our companies are in the business to be in business. They're not in the business to make us happy. They're in the business to be. And this is, if they have to make tough decisions or make a decision based on what you talked about networking or someone who can build business, they're going to pick that person. And it's so simple. If you don't ask, you don't get. Yes, Coach Kelly, I, my mom always says, close mouth, don't get don't fed. Don't get fed. No, <laughs> And you know what? You had said something about it would take them to read your mind. And it's funny because I spoke to somebody about um, enrolling in talent program and doing different things to advance. And she said she didn't want to do that. She was content with where she was which is totally okay just tell you know you. so but you. again yeah yeah so again it's about speaking up because it's you're about right. speaking up it's one of those things that we can't expect our managers to see that in us and so what we didn't get tapped on our shoulder that doesn't mean that we don't try if you don't even try then yeah you fail it won't mm-hmm. happen so we can't always expect someone to tap us on our shoulder. Hey, here's another twenty thousand dollars for you, right? Like that's just when does that happen? Let's look at anybody successful. When was something given to them? Mm-hmm. Especially in the black community, right? No one was handing them something and saying, "Oh, here you got it, girl." Here, no, they worked for it. You have to put in the work. But the problem that I have is that when you put in the work, but then you don't speak up, you're almost wasting your time. I tell so many people, your technical skills are table stakes. You are expected to do a great job. You are hired in whatever position you're in to do a great job. Now, when you do a superb job, you'll get an extra bonus, great job, or a nice mug, or gift card. You're expected to 
those things. But the networking, the understanding your brand, creating a support network around you that can be advocates for you in the room when you're not there is what the focus has to be. And that's where speaking up helps. What were those things that you did to help to start small so that you can build up that confidence, allowing each new experience to be just that, a new experience? There were a couple of things. I would say the first thing I did was I joined a mentorship program. And I was able to develop a relationship with someone who actually helped me discover who I was and what my strengths and skills were. And I, once I was able to see and really believe my own strengths, who Kristen was, it was easier for me to be able to speak for myself. I also went to therapy. I started therapy. So that too also helped me to increase my confidence again in who I am. Because if you don't know who you are, then how can you speak on behalf of yourself? And then from there, uh, I started to attend networking events, volunteering, so that I can meet different people and develop relationships. And I can decide strategically who I wanted to be connected to being those strategic relationships with or people that I felt that could help me get to the next level of where I wanted to be Mm -hmm. what I started to do was become more strategic about the event that I chose and networking events I chose to go to I would make it a point to introduce myself or meet at least two people and see if there's some sort of connection builds upon that. And then I take advantage of that. Okay, I'm going to set up a one-on-one with you. Few minute one-on-one. <laughs> Let's talk. I'm going to introduce myself. When meeting with executives, before the first time I met with them, I would send them an email of who I was, what my areas of strengths were, what the areas of improvement I had, what where I wanted to go. So just a quick snapshot of Kristen and who I was. And they loved that. And from there, I have quarterly meetings sometimes with executives. And at the end of every meeting, I would have an ask. If you know of anything, if you know of any opportunities or stretch assignments are coming out, will you advocate for me? Will you speak up for me and bring my name into the rooms that I don't have access to? That's awesome. A great call to action. I think that's amazing. <laughs> I really appreciate you joining and sharing. Finding your voice definitely can be challenging, but it's so worth the effort. We need to think about working smarter and not harder and understand that we're humans. And as humans, we want to connect with other humans. And so as much as the work and the technical skills matter, the soft skills, the people skills, the leadership, the relationship building matters. And so when you speak up, You're sharing your unique perspectives and experiences. You're also expanding your view of the world and improving your career in the process. And you're overall making the world better because they're better by knowing you because you're awesome. Don't let your fears or others' reactions keep you from speaking up. Don't let them silence you because they're not going to tell you in your face to shut up. 
<laughs> not at work. We got a code of conduct helping us at work. So speak <laughs> up, be brave, and use your voice. You have a voice to be heard. So really appreciate you joining Ms. Kristen today and hope that the audience enjoyed our conversation and our Tell It By Tuesday podcast on Speak Up and Speak Out. And here's hoping that you find your voice and understand the power that you have in speaking up. And we'll talk to you in the next Tell It By Tuesday. Thank you.